Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa. I'm Jason Flory, Innovation Specialist and Serial Entrepreneur. And today I have the pleasure of being your host for our debrief episode from Chris Ray, uh, who is the co-founder of Apollo Scooters. As always, I'm joined by Mark Israel and Gerald Ami. How are you guys doing today? Happy to be here. Great. Happy to have you. So, what were your thoughts? A really interesting uh, young Mauritian uh, exploring the world and, and the world of entrepreneurship and, and the startups with, with quite a lot of success and a really interesting story. Who wants to jump in? Yeah, super interesting uh, conversation with a young and dynamic, this is what I call dynamic uh, individual. Yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, really, really interesting. He said something close to the end that I was like, yes. You need to make, make the decision with like, I don't know, is it 70 to 80% good enough? That, that's yeah. really one of the concepts and our core values yeah. at Apollo. It's like, if you have an idea, it needs to be 70 to 80% good enough. It mustn't be 100 because that, you know, that 20, 30% to make it 100 is going to take you another two months. And realistically, you can't be a perfectionist, especially in an entrepreneurship um, thing. Yeah. But you can't be 40% either. Like, you need to make sure that mm. you've done enough research, you've got enough quotes, and you've done sort of what it takes to make an informed decision. You know, as an entrepreneur, you cannot be a perfectionist and seek for mm-hmm. reaching 100%, uh, get, get an idea 100%. Uh, right, but you cannot be a forty percent either, which I'm like, absolutely. And I love when he say, "Your idea should be seven seventy percent, eighty percent good enough, and 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 then bring it to the world." And that's what we always say here, like, yeah, just do it, jump out, test things, and even if it's not like uh, all shiny and all perfect, just go out get the idea out and get it running. And he did that like perfectly when he, when they decided to, they identified a product, created a website, put up an advert, and then the next, next morning wake up with 10 requests there, you know? And uh, yeah, that's how you do it. Even though they didn't even have the product that they were selling, the product was yeah. not even manufactured yet. And it was on the other side of the world, yeah. you know, yeah. that that's the type of, uh, of dynamism and uh, as he said, be hungry for, for, for things and, and, and go-getter attitude that really sets apart the successful entrepreneurs and uh, wannabe mm. entrepreneurs. Yeah, and just to jump on that point, because I think it's really true, the distinction he makes, because we always say, look, jump into it, go for it. But the distinction he makes about make sure it's better than 40% and 70 to 80% is okay, that's the sweet spot. I think that's important because a lot of people tend to be like, they have a 20% you know, half-baked idea and they're like, okay, I'll go for it. But no, there has to be that understanding that, okay, yes, go for it, but make sure it's up to the level where there is feasibility, where you have done a bit more work. So I think that you, know, you raising that point is so key. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. We should not be in the extreme of just going out with half-baked ideas. Like the high, yeah, as he said, yeah, it's it's uh, but it's 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 basically the uh, the old, you know, eighty uh, twenty rule. Yeah, um, that's exactly what he expressed. Eighty percent is okay. The next twenty percent will cost you eighty percent of your time. So <laughs> yep. so yeah, below is dangerous. Above is costly. Yeah. So Let, let's say blankly, like below that, mm, you don't have an idea. It's not viable. You don't have an MVP. Like yeah. Like, you know, it's the, you need to, 
if you are at a 40% good enough idea, you still need to put some skin into the game and mm -hmm. your game a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. And what but about it's, yourself, it's, Mark? Well, it's, it's, uh, of course, it's a fascinating story because um, growing so fast, um, what, what I kind of disagree with him, it's, it's, it's funny because you tend to say, well, you know, it was, yeah, we're in the big market. There are 300 million yeah. people across the border. There are, I don't know how many millions Canadians as well there. So it's, yeah, you know, it's the, the best time. Um, well, yeah, in a sense, probably, I, I tend to agree. Now, on the other sense, and that's what is, that's what is said before, first of all, he was, at, he was at a very great school from marketing, which is L'Oréal. It's probably yeah. one of the, the most successful brand in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, few people know L'Oreal as the brand, but they know the whole of the other brands, the Maybelline and everything and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, and so, so, and from a marketing angle, it's probably one of the top of the pops. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what you, what you learn even in two years, managing a $2.5 million uh, <laughs> yeah. budget, uh, boy, you, what you learn in two years is invaluable. And yeah. so they, they grab that knowledge. They add that to the big market. They blend it mm -hmm. together. And they found the sweet spot. Yeah. It was interesting, actually, um, when we talked, uh, not, well, not, not during the interview, but after just chit-chatting around electric bikes as well, um, where, where he was actually sharing, it's off the record, uh, but he was sharing that, well, they are not going into that market because it's a saturated market. Um, it's, just, it's much more expensive to ship. Uh, it's a much more saturated <laughs> market, so very hard to stand out. Uh, it's just not as lucrative or right now for, for, for us. Uh, but if we do launch electric bikes, it would be under a different brand. Okay. And so, and so he, he, he's very clear on what market and how do we position ourselves in the market. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's not, hey, I had an idea this morning and then I'm going yeah. to create a company. Yeah, they had an idea. They brainstormed a lot. Uh, but they found the sweet spot and they knew yeah. exactly how to execute that. So exactly. I think that doing their due diligence finding the sweet spot and applying what they learned, they got the perfect ingredients to do a great sauce, what they're doing. Yeah. And, and just to pick up on that, uh, Mark, I, I completely agree with you. And, and uh, the element of being able to find that sweet spot, I think lends to what he was saying about the resourcefulness. Other thing is resourcefulness. Like as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to be very, very resourceful. Like every dollar counts. Um, and you need to make sure you're doing it every time. Like it's too easy to sort of spend money on things that are not needed. Uh, you need to be hungry. And if you don't do that efficiently, you're done. You know, they were able to validate that sweet spot by, uh, like Gerald mentioned about, you know, putting up an advert without any product just to gauge interest, you know, uh, yeah. and, and that type of resourcefulness is key because they didn't lose anything by starting the bike brand first and then being like, oh, you know, we can't, and then moving to scooters. Yeah. No, they tested it before they put anything. And in, in essence, that's the mentality of, of, of the modern lean startup methodology and all these MVPs and all of that. That is it in a nutshell, being able to do that. that, that that's the MVP approach. Yeah. Test the water. Uh, if it's too cold, don't jump into it. Um, at the same time, I, I don't know, maybe I'm in the challenging mood today, but, but I would challenge that every successful company, particularly well, starting with the small operations and growing fast, mm -hmm. started mm -hmm. like that. Even, even probably 100 years ago, 
you know, you come up with an idea, you test the water, you, you buy something, you resell that. You know, that's the whole story about, hey, you know, of, I think that was Rothschild or whoever uh, bought an apple, cleaned it, uh, sell it twice the price he, he sold, he bought it and, and, and yeah. build, build the whole thing together. And I think that you can find a lot of, lot of ideas like that. But I think that, again, you know, when we talk about, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn here because I think that it struck my mind that, yes, again, he's in a big market. And I was thinking, it's scratching my head, says, yeah, you know, it's another 400 million people with a high income market, kind of easy. But no, mm, uh, no. Don't, don't, don't get fooled. It's the product, the price, the positioning. Everything together. So, so it's, again, we are back on what makes a great product. Yeah. And as we I said, agree. I think it was last week, it's not an idea. It's the execution of that idea and the perfect marketing mix. Mm-hmm. Product market fit, we call that, whatever you want yeah. to call it. So yeah. sweet spot, need something. Exactly. Yeah, and he was able to judge that product market fit before he even had a product. So kudos yeah. to him and, and his, his thinking on that one. Um, definitely a great episode. And uh, if you haven't, uh, we recommend you catch it. Um, and we hope to catch you next time. You've been listening to Entrepreneurs Talk Africa, the podcast for African entrepreneurs.